and welcome in to the Tuesday, y'all. I'm John Rawl. Good to have you here as we're going to have two hours of Southern comfort, not the drink, but Southern comfort when it comes to learning about our great region. And boy, do we have some great information heading your way on this Tuesday edition. Later this hour, we're going to go to the White House. I'm not joking. Pastor Paula White will be our guest. She is a new advisor to President Trump as she is going to advise the president's Faith and Opportunity Initiative, which aims to give religious groups more of a voice in government programs devoted to issues like defending religious liberty and fighting poverty. And Paula White, Pastor Paula, the Tupelo, Mississippi native, is going to be on later this hour in our Y'all Political Report. She's got a new book in addition to working in the White House. She's got a new book called Something Greater. And I saw her promoting that book Tuesday evening on the Fox News Channel. She was on Shannon Bream's Tonight program on Fox. And now she's going to be on the Y'all Show today. So from Fox News at night to the Y'all Show today, Pastor Paula White is going to be our special guest later this hour as she's got a new role working in the White House for President Trump. Now, in the second hour of today's Y'all Show, we've got sports lanyard. Believe it or not, today is opening day for NCAA men's basketball. And a bunch of great games are on the schedule, including Duke and Michigan State playing each other in Madison Square Garden. You have other teams like the Tennessee Vols. They try to back up what they did last year on the court. They've got UNC Asheville heading into Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville. You've got other great games across the SEC, ACC, and more. And we'll break it all down at the start of the second hour with that and all the other college football information you need to know as we get ready for Alabama LSU this weekend. We've got news coming from both camps that you'll need to know about at the start of hour two. Then we'll keep the football talk going with our barrister of Big 12 football. Matt Hermans is coming on to help us break down week 10 and week 11 that's coming up, including this weekend's trip to the 40 acres for the Kansas State Wildcats. As Coach Kleeman, he's not backing down. He's already knocked off Oklahoma, and he may be Become the first first year coach in Big 12 history to knock off both Oklahoma and Texas if he is successful this weekend in Austin against the Horns. We'll break all that down with Matt Hermans. And of course, we're not going to have Matt Hermans on the Y'all Show and not talk a little cooking and barbecue. And I am going to share with him some great information. And, and he's going to share with us some great information about cooking chips. But also, when we have him on, I'm going to share with all of you a <laughs> slightly scary and crazy episode that happened with me over the weekend when I was eating chips at a Buffalo Wild Wings and I nearly lost my life. I'll explain. You've got to stay tuned for the for the all the great details. It, it's crazy stuff. And it, it had to do with Buffalo Wild Wings, eating chips at Buffalo Wild Wings and watching football and it nearly cost me my life i'm joking a little bit but you'll need to tune in to the second hour when we talk to our barrister all about that hey our number here on the y'all show we encourage you to check us out it's 803-816-1170 you call that number anytime and we've got people standing by to take your question or comment and they can be you if you want to text us if you don't want to actually call us you just want to text your whatever's on your mind we welcome that, 803-816-1170. Our website is yall.com. Our email address is yallshow at yall.com, y-a-l-l-s-h-o-w at 
y-a-l-l.com some of you prefer to reach out to us that way that's perfectly acceptable we'll take it right here on the y'all show and don't forget the y'all show we thank you very much for listening if you're getting us on one of our streaming apparatus but also if you're listening to us on one of our great radio stations in the south we thank you for that and if you are listening you get interrupted whether you're listening to us on a radio station or you're doing chores and you put this thing on mute and you forget where you are you can always find us on our streaming apps and those are Tune in radio, iHeartRadio, and the Apple Podcast apps. Simply search for Y'all Show and go ahead and save it. And every day when we have a new episode of the Y'all Show, it comes automatically to your phone. It's the coolest thing. And we want you to be a high tech redneck and never miss a moment of the show that's all about the South. Well, let's start our headlines here on this Tuesday edition. Hope y'all are doing good on this Tuesday. And we're going to start off with Oklahoma on our mind. We've got a couple of stories coming from Oklahoma, which, by the way, did you know that Oklahoma, which is a state in the South, but we don't cover a lot because, frankly, (laughs) it's on the fringe and there's not exactly big breaking news coming from oklahoma on a regular basis and that's a good thing oklahoma that's really good we of course cover the sooners cowboys and other sports information coming out of oklahoma but we don't necessarily have incredible gory news from oklahoma on a regular basis and a good that that's good oklahoma but in case you did not know did you realize oklahoma has three official languages yes and it's not what you might be thinking out there oklahoma's official languages are english as well as choctaw and cherokee those languages on the cherokee nation and the cherokee and choctaw nation they have their languages and that's all represented as official languages in oklahoma which by the way did you realize that one of the nicknames of oklahoma is land of the red man and that's not to be offensive let me tell you why that name is what it is because the name oklahoma literally is from choctaw oklahoma and it means red people and choctaw nation chief alan rice right he suggested the name in 1866 during treaty negotiations with the federal government on the use of Indian territory, and therefore the name Oklahoma became Oklahoma, and again, it translates from Choctaw to mean red people, and you have variations of this in the other languages of Chickasaw, and as well as the Pawnee, but that's where that name comes from, as Oklahoma not only nicknamed Land of the Red Man, it's also Native America is the nickname. You probably see that on the license plates. And, of course, Sooner State is another nickname for this state, which became a state, believe it or not, in 1907. It became our 46th state as it was admitted up until that time. I guess it had been a territory for all that time. I know, of course, it was founded as a um, Indian land. It was Indian territory. And, of course, during the Civil War, most of Oklahoma was certainly on the side of the Confederacy with people like Stan Waddy, a general, fight, fighting for the CSA at that time. And there you have a little bit of the history of Oklahoma. Now, let's tell you about what's going on in Oklahoma today after we've kind of given you a little brief history lesson on one of our great southern states. Although, certainly on the fringe, we, we realize it's a lot of west in Oklahoma, but it's got some great southern connections as well. And 
we covered here on the y'all show in oklahoma on monday more than 450 inmates walked out of the prisons of oklahoma as part of what oklahoma state officials say is the largest single day mass commutation in u.s history the release of the inmates all with convictions for low-level drug and property crimes resulted from a bill signed by the new Republican governor, Kevin Stitt, and the bill retroactively applied misdemeanor sentences for simple drug possession and low-level property crimes that state voters approved in 2016. And Stitt has made reducing Oklahoma's highest-in-the-nation incarceration rate one of the top priorities of his administration and has appointed reform-minded members to the state's pardon and parole board. And so a lot of tears shed on Monday when a lot of these people got out of prison in Oklahoma, 450 inmates given freedom, a new lease on life, again, because their crimes of which they had been serving deemed low-level, low-level drug and property crimes. And now they're out, hopefully with a new lease, hopefully lesson learned, never to return to incarceration in Oklahoma. But if they do get back in prison, I say double the sentence make them stay there a lot longer that's what i would do if i were if i were the governor of oklahoma now another story coming from oklahoma on monday the supreme court of that state has temporarily blocked a ban on a second trimester abortion procedure as oklahoma supreme court acted after an oklahoma abortion clinic appealed a lower court judge's decision to uphold a ban on a second trimester abortion procedure The Tulsa Women's Reproductive Clinic requested the temporary injunction to put the law on hold, telling justices that the law would be detrimental for women. And now the Supreme Court has blocked this abortion law in Oklahoma. More to come on this developing story. Now to a little political news. It's Election Day in Mississippi, Kentucky, and in the state of Virginia today. And other states, other areas of our states may have some kind of more local election going on, depending on where you live in the South. But we know that Vice President Pence was active on Monday. President Trump was active. Both went into the South as Pence was not only in Virginia campaigning, trying to get Republicans to control or remain control of their House of Delegates and the both chambers of com, uh, both chambers of government in Richmond. It's very razor thin close in Virginia right now with Republicans in charge of both. But as of the close of business today, I would guess Democrats might have the edge in both houses of government if I had to guess. But that's why Vice President Pence was in Virginia. And then he went to the Magnolia State as he went to Biloxi campaigning for Republican nominee for Governor Tate Reeves. President Trump was in Tupelo, Mississippi on Friday evening. But Pence went into the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum in Biloxi and said that Mississippi and America need Tate Reeves, who's currently the lieutenant governor of the Magnolia State. And he said that he's a strong conservative as Tate Reeves up against Jim Hood, who is the current attorney general in Mississippi, a longtime attorney general. And he is trying to become the first Democrat to be governor of Mississippi since Ronnie Musgrove roughly 15, 16 years ago. Musgrove lost to Haley Barber in an election in Mississippi. But it's election day in Mississippi statewide ballot. It's also election day in Kentucky. And that's why on Monday night, President Trump found his way to Rupp Arena in Lexington, 
had a huge rally. Matt Bevins on the ballot in Kentucky on this day. And he's got Andy Bashir, who is the son of a former governor of Kentucky. And I know that Bashir was in western Kentucky over the last couple of days campaigning, trying to get out the Democratic vote, trying to sway Republicans, try to sway some of those Trump voters, which Kentucky was heavy for Trump in 2016. Bashir trying to do his best to get them to vote for him and unseat the governor of Kentucky right now, Matt Bevin, and take over the legislature there in Frankfort, Kentucky. But it's going to be pretty close, although I saw an interview with Bevin on Monday night, and he said that the pollsters predicted he would lose going into the election four years ago, and he won by at least five points. So he seemed to be pretty confident. And certainly having President Trump come to the Commonwealth of Kentucky and campaign on your behalf only helps your role there trying to be reelected. Now, more news from President Trump, and this certainly more serious, serious news coming from President Trump. He is trying to come to Tuscaloosa this weekend. There's a little football game going on between the number one LSU Tigers and the number two Alabama Crimson Tide. And if it works out, President Trump will be in attendance at Bryant-Denny Stadium as it looks like they're trying to get all the security stuff in place to have him appear at this huge football game. It's sort of like Nixon going into the Ozarks for that famous Texas-Arkansas game of 1969. And will he declare the national champion at the end of this one like Nixon did back in 69? (laughs) But Trump looks to be headed to Tuscaloosa, to T-Town, for this epic SEC West battle between Alabama and LSU. And College Game Day will be also on the quad at the Capstone this weekend. I wonder if President Trump will sit in and make the pick alongside Lee Corso. Now, that would be awesome if you had the President of the United States making the pick on College Game Day. That's a little bit more, gotten a little bit more star power than Jerry Lawler, who did a great job last week on Bill Street as Memphis hosted College Game Day last weekend. We've got more headlines from across the South that we'll get to after this timeout. Stay where you are. This is The Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, Purple Mattress, you know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a Purple Mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your Purple Grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do 
have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund. And give up the best night's sleep I've had since I learned to walk? No way. You're the only one I want to come home to. Purple Mattress. You two can come home to a Purple Mattress by texting OFFER to 84888. And now for a limited time, receive a free Purple product with your order. When you text OFFER to 84888, that's keyword O-F-F-E-R to 84888. Message and data rates may apply. Please do not text and drive. See purple.com for terms and conditions. From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50. This morning I do You ring it red He said, honey, can you love us dead? I got a letter this morning How do you ring it red? You know, sir, hurry, hurry I got a can you love us dead? Continuing on with headlines, don't forget that in just a few minutes, we'll be joined by Pastor Paula White, the White House and Washington's newest employee, and we'll discuss her new book as well that's out, Paula White, coming up in just a few minutes here on the Y'all Show as we roll on with more headlines from across the Southeast. How about this story coming from the Sunshine State as a pregnant woman there used an AR-15 to fend off burglars that were attacking her family. And man, this is amazing coming out of Lithia, 25 miles southeast of Tampa. And this happened last week when two armed men wearing masks and hoods broke inside this home in Lithia, Florida. And that's when the woman who I don't have a name for used an AR-15 to fend off the burglars attacking the family. And one of the burglars actually was found in a ditch later the woman not identified reportedly retreated grabbed an ar-15 that was legally inside the home and returned to the room shooting the intruders hitting one of them and one later found in a ditch according to authorities there the other burglar fled when his friend was shot and they're looking for that other burglar whereabouts if you know any information call the hillsborough county sheriff's office 813-247-8200 but in this case, a legal AR-15 coming in handy for this Florida couple and the woman there using it to successfully thwart a home invasion. Now to some business news as Tennessee-based First Horizon and Louisiana-based Iberia Bank are combining in a deal worth $3.9 billion. And this bank, after it combines, will be based in Memphis and the combined company We'll have a regional banking center in New Orleans. The new company will have $75 billion in assets and market capitalization of $9 billion after the all-stock deal closes next year. The announcement says Iberia Bank shareholders will get 4.584 shares of First Horizon stock for each share they own. 
So good news. First Horizon has more than 5,500 employees and operates mostly in Tennessee and the Carolinas. Iberia Bank is based in Lafayette and has more than 3,100 employees with operations mostly in the Gulf Coast area. And that stretches from Texas to South Florida. But these combined banks now, First Horizon, Iberia Bank. And when I was on the Mississippi Gulf Coast the other day, I had no idea the new name of Hancock Bank as they merged with Whitney Bank. And they are now Hancock Whitney. And they're headquartered in Gulfport, Mississippi, with 237 branches in Mississippi, Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, and Texas. And it's a rather big bank there also. By the way, Hancock Whitney is the official bank of the number one LSU athletic department. And it issues the official debit card and credit card for the Tigers. So I guess Coach Ed Orgeron's got him a nice Hancock Whitney credit card thanks to through that bank based right there in Mississippi, in Gulfport, a bank founded in 1899 in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi, and now with branches in a bunch of states there, Hancock Whitney, like the new logo, by the way, when I, when I saw it, I, I was immediately captivated by it. Therefore, I'm telling you a little banking news here on today's y'all. So, hey, how about a little Kanye West news? And speaking of the Gulf South, he was in the Baton Rouge area and a pastor there praised Kanye West's last minute Sunday service where over 1,000 people raised their hands to commit their lives to Christ. And this was on Friday of last week. And a new wave of revival is what it's called. And this happened in the area of Bethany Church in Baton Rouge. This event was not affiliated with that particular church. It was an outdoor service held at a field provided by Bethany Church and Kanye West there in attendance and huge crowd on hand. Again, a thousand people committing their lives to Christ. Thanks to Kanye West. Hopefully that will remain true going forward. More news coming from Mississippi. And a historical marker is being erected to honor the oldest continuously operating black church in the state of Mississippi. As members of St. Peter Baptist Church in Pascagoula gathered over the weekend to celebrate the unveiling of a marker that was placed by the Mississippi Department of Archives and History. The church in Pascagoula was founded in 1819 by a freed slave named Dudley Brooks. Originally, it was called First Free Mission Baptist Church. And it's now celebrating this 200th anniversary with a beautiful plaque there as it is the oldest black church in Mississippi. Remember, in the days of slavery, I don't think any I'm I'm not. This is something I'm not probably capable of speaking on since I haven't really researched a lot of religion in antebellum days. But to my best assumption, churches and black folks didn't really go hand in hand in slavery days i do know what little i do know about this subject is a lot of black slaves went to church with their plantation owners of course they had to sit in the balcony or in other areas but in many cases slaves did go to church they just didn't have their own churches from what i know again i don't confess to be an expert on this subject but i am somewhat of an amateur historian and a huge fan of the south's history but Good news here that in coastal Mississippi, you got a really cool plaque going up to honor this historic church, St. Peter Baptist Church, Pascagoula, Mississippi. Not the church that the squirrel went berserk in in Pascagoula, by the way. 
How about a story that connects Argentina to Texas? As we know now that Texas trees are being kind of endangered a little bit with the mesquite trees of Texas, as there's been a little bit of a virus that's affected trees across Texas. And Texas mesquites produce thorns sharp enough to injure livestock and puncture a car tire. And that's why we are getting a little help from some experimental trees from Argentina. About 2,000 have been imported into Texas, and these trees grow erect, spineless, and fast, while still being able to survive and thrive in the harsh semi and climate of South Texas. And Argentinian trees coming in, again, these are what they call the mesquite, the North native Texas mesquite tree, and they're being grown in Argentina but imported, and they're going to improve, I guess, the mesquite variety of texas so good news for all of you mesquite lovers i know mesquite according to our texas barbecue baron mr matt hermans he's a baron and a barrister he loves that mesquite for cooking barbecue it has a great aroma when you mix it up with a little fire a native texan in the news carol burnett was born in san antonio and she's now returning to a revival of mad about you Yes, Carol Burnett. You know her from television, the 86-year-old actress, comedian, and writer, and more. And she is coming back to, I guess, the small screen in this role on Mad About Yous. As Sony Pictures Television announced on Monday that Carol Burnett will reprise her Emmy-winning role as the mother of Helen Hunt's character, Mad About You, returning for a limited run on the Spectrum Originals streaming service, Later this month, by the way, Helen Hunt and Riser, who is a part of that, is going to be playing the Bookmans, the New York married couple in the NBC series that aired in the 90s. I guess the final was finale back in May of 99. And now the revival will focus on the Buckmans and their marriage after their daughter leaves for college. The revival debuts November 20th and will conclude its season on December 18th, Mad About You won 12 Emmy Awards, including four for Hunt and one for Carol Burnett in 1997. But the native Texan back on the small screen, although via streaming services, for a Mad About You revival. Pretty neat stuff. Good to see those octogenarians like Carol Burnett working hard. But that still kind of pales in comparison to what Betty White's done in her 90s. How about that? Now to some crazy stories to wrap up our headlines from across Dixie. We take you to North Carolina, where a bear in a tree has ended up with a hunter, a hunter and a bear, and the bear has now died after they got tangled up. This comes to us from Waynesville in western North Carolina, as a hunter rolled off a slight cliff with this 350-pound bear over the weekend. The hunter was with another man who had shot the bear while it was in a tree near Mount Sterling in Haywood County. The bear fell out of the tree and began biting the hunter. The bear walked away after the two tumbled off the cliff. (sighs) Wildlife resource officers found the bear dead on Sunday. And how about that? Yes, in North Carolina, a bear bit a man. Both rolled off a cliff. Man survives, bear dies. Can't make this up, y'all. This is a crazy story out of Western North Carolina. Now to a crazy story from the heart of Dixie as we wrap up our headlines today. A couple in Alabama have now been charged with foul play after deputies allegedly found stolen turkeys in a cage. 
and this couple not necessarily a romantic couple a couple of knuckleheads jonathan thomas howell who's 42 and 58 year old glenn ray carter arrested on charges related to the theft of the turkeys as well as the thefts of antique furniture they also stole a stove and two air conditioners according to DeKalb county sheriff's officials in alabama and what this is all what we call foul play as these fellas stole allegedly live turkeys and it's got them in hot water they ain't gonna be able to talk turkey after this <laughs> and these two who are from Ider, alabama and henniger alabama arrested after an investigation began when deputies discovered a burned boat near Ider several months ago the boat had been stolen out of jackson county which is northeast alabama beautiful scottsboro is jackson county alabama and a tip led the officials to these two knuckleheads again where they found multiple live turkeys in a cage and there you have it foul play from alabama by these two this i'm gonna call them a couple a couple of knuckleheads in northeast alabama mr howell mr carter arrested again after charged with foul play after deputies found stolen turkeys in a cage along with all the other stuff they have allegedly stolen in north alabama that's a look at headlines here on the y'all show tuesday edition got to take a break after that one you know we need a little religion we need to pray for these people and i tell you what no better person to help pray for those knuckleheads than pastor paula white she's going to be coming on next she's got a brand new role working for president trump in the white house you know her from television you know her from being president trump's personal pastor and she's coming on next in our y'all political report to talk about that and more and her new book something greater it's all ahead on y'all talk with a southern accent don't you go anywhere. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic. Cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Would you get on an airplane if you knew it had a 50% chance of crashing? You may be riding that plane right now. If you have your money in a 401k or IRA and you plan to take out the recommended percentage each year when you retire, your chance of running out of money is 50%. 50%. But there's a better and safer way to secure your income in retirement. Discover how in a free book called Rescue Your Retirement. This wealth building strategy has never had a losing year in more than a century. In fact, even the man who invented the 401k now prefers this method instead. Get Rescue Your Retirement free for just a small shipping charge and enjoy a safe landing and a comfortable retirement. Get this free book and make sure you don't run out of money. 
hurry. This offer is extremely limited. To get your free copy, just go to growwealthsafely.com. That's growwealthsafely.com to discover how to rescue your retirement. Growwealthsafely.com. has changed here on my end No, I don't think she's coming back We better not get into that Oh, Sammy Kershaw had a great song back in the 90s with that one right there, and it's the perfect song to lead into our next guest. That song, of course, Politics, Religion, and Her. And we talk a little politics here on Tuesdays in this segment, and we're going to talk some religion now, too. And we're going to talk about her, and the her we reference is Paula White. And she, if you don't know, is all over television. She's in the White House, and right now she's on the Y'all Show. Welcome into the Y'all Show, Paula. It's so great to be with you. Pastor. Right out of Mississippi. Mississippi, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've got some Mississippi roots here on the Y'all Show with Pastor Paula White, and you have got some Mississippi roots. You were born I in Tupelo. Tupelo. All right. Elvis and myself. Some good things come out of there. And my son was born there, so let's not leave him out of the equation. There you go. That's so, awesome. So how old were you? Elvis left to go to Memphis. You also left to go to Memphis as a child. So how old were you? I sure did. I was born in 1966, 53, so I moved to Memphis in 1971. But um, great friends, you know, my my uh, father was, I mean, just grew up, everyone that was in Mississippi roots out of Tupelo, which was my father, so I knew that. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he's become like a surrogate father to me, Henry Dodge of Dodge um, Convenience Stores and all, so he actually owns the little church, the Assembly of God that, that Elvis was in, so all of us out of Tupelo. In fact, our president's going to be in Tupelo coming up. Yes, he is. As Mississippi's got a huge governor's race going on today, as this is Tuesday, election day in the state of Mississippi, voting for a new governor and the president in the state of Mississippi campaigning for Tate Reeves. And you, you I guess you and President Trump talked fairly often these days, huh? We do. I was just with him on Tuesday. I was at the White House, um, brought about 25 pastors up, and we were doing a working meeting and went over to the Roosevelt Room. I came in, and we we actually prayed most of the time, talked, uh, but prayed for a good long time and praying for him, and then we prayed for the nation. I think about our president, all he's going through, he's having us pray for the nation and pray for things, and uh, that's not unusual. People think when they relate me to, and I talk about so much of this and something greater, they relate me to the spiritual advisor of President Trump. Like this came about with politics, but not so at all. 18 years ago, he was watching me on Christian television, and I got a phone call out of the blue. And finally, I pick up, I played around, I was like, they're like, Mr. Trump's on the line. I think if I was watching The Apprentice, is about the same time it came on, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, you're fired. It's just one of those complete out-of-the-blue phone calls. And he gets on and goes, I've been watching you on television, and you're fantastic. You've got the it factor. I said, well, sir, we, we, we call that the anointing. And he began to talk to me about 
some sermons that I'd been preaching on the value of vision, three of them, and he almost verbatim uh, gave them back to me, and I was quite impressed. I thought, boy, he listens better than most people in my congregation. And uh, he started telling me about his upbringing and how his mother was a very godly woman, praying woman, how also he went, was confirmed Presbyterian, went to Saturday school, Sunday school, but then he transferred the membership and went over to Norman Vincent Peels and what an impact he had on him. And he would just go into depth with the sermons and we talked life. And mm-hmm. I mean, one thing led to another and I was doing a lot up in New York at the time, a New York Bible study and, and, uh, he said, if you're ever around, stop by, we'd love to meet up with you sometime. And so I got to know not just then Mr. Trump, but also his family. He very close with Ivanka and, of course, Eric and Don Jr. and Tiffany and then the staff and all their spouses as they would get married. And so God just really built in this um, relationship of pastoral and spiritual advisor for many, many years. And... Um, so that's that's how it all kind of started. In 2011, he called me up and he said I would, and I was in every setting. I mean, if I was in the city because I was, we had a church there and a lot of ministry that took place up in New York for me. And he'd say, stop by the office, and I think I'd be there sometimes ten minutes, and it'd be hours. So I've seen him in social settings, family settings, on the golf course, and in, in ministry. He'd say, Paula, come to a Bible study. Here, come pray, pray over everyone. You know. Mm-hmm. So it was great in 2011. He said, I'm really thinking about running for president. Would you bring some pastors up and let's just pray? He wanted to hear the voice of God. We prayed for six hours and he wasn't in there the entire time, but I'd say he's in there a good four hours or so and came back and said, what do you, what do you think? And he had to make a big decision. I said, I, I don't think it's the timing right now. And he agreed. And so we continued to pray and by 2014, felt like it was the timing and that's that's how the relationship started so this is 18 years ago him watching christian television he watched many people he loved dr billy graham and dr david jeremiah and he'd watch jimmy Tribe. but i mean it was it was quite interesting listen to the gaithers you know (laughs) we're talking with pastor paula white and of course you are a spiritual advisor to president donald trump and you also have your own television show paula white today and president trump loves television ratings so does he ever inquire about your ratings for paula white today you know he does my when my book came out it's funny we talked that, that day and i was doing a piece and he said where is it you know <laughs> i said well yeah, I said, we were we were looking pretty bad the other day. I said, but it hit number one on Amazon. And he's like, mm, you know, who's your publisher, Paula? And so I told him, I said, he, and it was number 26 overall. And I think he was pretty impressed with that. And yeah. I said, well, sir, I just want to make sure it gets in the right hands because it really is something greater is about God has put, according to Ecclesiastes 3, he's put eternity in our heart, a divine sense of purpose. And yet man cannot fathom it. And something greater is not necessarily a bigger house, bigger car, a better job. That our portion is peace and it's love and it's joy. It's goodness. It's mercy. It's redemption. It's grace. It's restoration. And so I'm very open, very vulnerable to talk about my uh, pretty tragic childhood. How my father took his life. Um, my mother became an alcoholic. I virtually lost two, both parents and uh, made a lot of mistakes. Never heard the gospel until I was 18 years old. Gave my life to the Lord. 
And uh, then I wish I could say everything was just smooth selling from there, but it wasn't. I went through a 10-year period of we come against pornography really hard, and next thing I know, FBI, IRS is knocking on our door, and we were exonerated in six months for three years. My ex-husband had a breakdown and opened the door to drugs and, and women, and, and I kept believing for my marriage. And, you know, headline after headline, we are very what people would call successful. It's one of the most successful ministries, but it was a very difficult time. And those are real moments that I just, just wrote before the world and said that this is what I've gone through. Lost our daughter to cancer. Um, and it was, um, you know, the landscape of life changed. But I never gave up on God, and God never gave up on me. And that's the hope that someone knows that, you know, the enemy might come, and you might have made some mistakes or fallen down. But God has the final say, and if you hold on, you know, His Word does wash our soul and hold on to Him even when you don't understand. Don't understand God. I was angry at times. I was confused. And I'm very open about that. God can handle our humanity. And uh, He had that something greater, which is he's the one that has the final say. He writes the final script, and a paragraph of our story doesn't define us. A chapter doesn't. God's final script is what is the author and finisher of our faith, and that's my hope. That it's really not just my story. It's the story of God through my life, how he took what was a former messed-up Mississippi girl and how his grace and his love can reach bring so much transformation in any of our lives. So it's really the story of God working in humanity. It's all of our story. And that God has something greater for you. And all this is summed up in your brand new book, Something Greater, Finding Triumph Over Tragedy. So you're a book author. You are going to the White House on a regular occasion. And oh, by the way, you're also a pastor as you have the New Destiny Christian Center in the Orlando area, which is where you also live with your husband, Jonathan Kane. And I would just say as a messed up Mississippi girl, I think you're doing all right. And you're pretty, you're pretty busy, Mississippi girl. Telling you what, that's what I said, former one, because what God can do in a life is, is quite amazing. And I'm married to the most amazing man, Jonathan Kane. Many people know Journey. They know the songs, Don't Stop Believing, Faithfully, Open Arms, The Iconic. And the Lord has just been so good to restore. I have a beautiful granddaughter and grandson. And, and um, God's love and His grace and His redemption is beyond. And I know those dark days, but I also know keep standing because just like the earth will rotate around the sun, your season will shift. And God is, is not a man that he should lie. He's faithful. And it's okay to be hurt. It's okay that you're, you know, going through some difficult Micah chapter seven verse eight says, When I fall, not if, but when I fall, when I, I will arise again, when I sit in darkness, the light of the Lord will come unto me. And that's the key for people to know that God's not finished with your story. He is a faithful God. Well said. Paula, something greater, it is the latest in a truckload of books that you pen throughout your career. I've actually written about 50 of them. I think um, I have. I think about maybe seven or eight and then on major market or maybe New York Times bestseller. But um, this was the hardest one for me to write. Um, it's usually topical books, and um, it took me nine years. I thought I needed to land some things. It took me two years to actually write, and it was 
people call it vulnerable pain that's so open and real and authentic that they're saying like I feel like it's written in a different style too I write it a little more like Angela's Ashes instead of just chapters and topics and you know here's step one or here's the next thing it's just very open and vulnerable and people said it's a page turner well i'm sure it is again president trump knows all too well where it is on the latest book standings and the rankings of selling of books and and we're keeping our all on pastor paula white and and now you got to follow this book up with something else i'm sure you're already on that you know i will i'm sure of it i love to write um i love to share in writing i think they outlive our life and and they help people and you know people can download the audio if they like that version um but i believe so much that revelation 12 says we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony that's the evidence of god in our life when people can see his evidence working in very difficult situations um it gives us all hope you know so that that was my my hope and desire i gotta know though if i download your copy of your book on amazon or whatever other format people can download books and do you have an audio version as well i do we have an audio version so you can get that i recorded it at john's studio right there addiction studio in nashville and um you hear the raw emotion and mm. there are times they didn't edit you know i got choked up or you know it was just it's just very real and raw and authentic and and i believe it'll really minister to people and there's funny stories in there i mean stories about kid rock and michael jackson to me negotiating between the bloods and the trip crips right in uh los angeles and Watts nickerson gardens short and down i started an inner city ministry right after the la riots where uh rodney king and some of us you know it just the, the story is so vast of of everything that i've gone through and i tell people i said the greatest blessing in my life is god loved me enough to reduce me to christ which means that my brokenness is where i found the greatest peace and joy hasn't been an easy process yeah. But faith doesn't stop life, doesn't prevent life, it carries us through. And that's been my anchor. Talking with Pastor Paula White, who has the television show Paula White Today, and also has worked in ministry in the Orlando area for quite some time. And she, as she said, is a Mississippi-born, Memphis-raised Southern girl. There you go. How close are you to your Southern roots? What What is it you do that people are like, golly, Paula, where the heck are well, you from? Well, first off, you never get, here we go, Mississippi, I'd leave out the double s you know <laughs> paint mountain you know so hey, hey you, you also paula happen. you probably know this you got to know how to pronounce your birth city okay D- let me hear yeah. you say it let me hear you say it well i say tupelo <laughs> it's got a couple of e's and a w it's more like t tupelo yeah yeah exactly okay. and of course everyone in my family except for me i was black sheep everyone's a graduate from Ole Miss, so Hotty toddy. you know <laughs> so I've got that rebel still on me and um it's good i i love my roots um my son right now is up in Memphis. my mother passed this uh, past year but we still have her home up there and, and that's dear part of you know you never get mississippi out of you mm-hmm. i'm a southern girl at heart do you do some cooking i do of course okay I do. now my husband's a great cook though he's a, he is truly chef john so i have to share the kitchen with him i do the southern cooking 
and he does the gourmet cooking. Ah, okay. Well, what is your what is his favorite Southern dish that you make? You know, he eats a lot of the stuff that I'll do. I, I like like fried chicken, fried green tomatoes. I do my cabbage. I do my coleslaw potatoes. I mean, I do really like comfort food. So he loves that. I do my roast with the potatoes and stuff. Or John does really serious gourmet stuff. I mean, he's a true chef. Huh. Or I am doing like, let's have some Southern food or just. Depends on what I'm making. I, I do comfort food. <laughs> well, will you do us a favor here in the South? And since you and President Trump are so close, will you take him a casserole? I don't know if he's ever had a casserole in his life since he's from New York City. <laughs> uh, I will. I'll do that for you. Though his favorite is a burger, okay? Yeah, yeah. I know. We we like our he's burgers. Burger burgers he are does. great, but he needs some good comfort food there in the I White House. Think. And and you can do that since you're his personal minister and spiritual advisor and paula we can't thank you enough for coming on today's y'all show and giving us an idea about your new book something greater finding triumph over tragedy you can pick this up at amazon.com go to paula's website paulawhite.org she's also on facebook at real paula white are you telling me there's another paula white out there that's not real they, they pull up those fake accounts all the time fake news <laughs> fake news well we've been talking fake to the real Paula White, which, by the way, Paula's on Twitter, where I guess you compete with President Trump there on Twitter. At Paula underscore White is your address there on Twitter. And we can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on the Y'all Show and giving us everything that's going on in Paula White world. And we wish you the best of luck. And pr- tell the president we said hello down here in the South. I will. I'm praying for y'all's race today. Be blessed, <laughs> and we'll talk again soon. All right. Paula White, everybody. Well, that will wrap up our first hour of the y'all show hang on when we come back at hour two we're going to continue the fun with the bear speaking of great food we want her to make a casserole for the president hey hey about the our own guy that makes casseroles and more matt hermans is going to be on an hour two with the big 12 and barbecue report for us and we'll also have sports lanyap a little grab bag of all kind of fun stuff going on in the world of sports all that here on the tuesday y'all talk with a southern accent thanks for listening From ooh to aww, whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50. It's opening day. Welcome back to the Y'all Show, the second hour here on this Tuesday Y'all Show. And it's the opening day of college basketball. And we're going to walk through a couple of the games on the docket here. This is our sports lanyap to begin this second hour. In just a few minutes, we're going to have Big 12 football talk with our Big 12 barrister, Matt Hermans, who also will talk a little college football from the Big 12 perspective. Plus, he's going to talk a little barbecue, but really more chips 
And I'm going to tell you about something that happened to me on Sunday that nearly cost me my life. And we'll discuss that with Matt Hermans coming up in just a few minutes. But we start off our college football, our college basketball football, and fun discussion of all things sports land up here on this Tuesday second hour with college basketball in mind. Some of the top 25 games here on this opening night of college basketball. The number 16 Baylor Bears have the Bears of Central Arkansas coming into Waco for a matchup this evening. The Miami Hurricanes and the Louisville Cardinals get things going on the ACCN, a game set for 7, rather 6.30 Eastern, 5.30 Central, and that's an ACC game to start the season. Other teams from the South in action here on the opening night, the Duke Blue Devils and the Rock Chalk Jayhawks of Kansas meet up in Madison Square Garden this evening, a game on ESPN. The Florida Gators and the Ospreys of North Florida meet up in Gainesville on a game on the SEC Network. The Dolphins of Jacksonville will be in Cincinnati to take on the Musketeers of Xavier this evening. And also from the South, the Maryland Terps have Holy Cross coming into College Park for a game. The Alabama State Hornets will be all the way out in Spokane as the Hornets will be taking on the number 8 Gonzaga Bulldogs. Texas Tech, which lost in the National Championship game last week, they've got Eastern Illinois coming into United Supermarkets Arena in Lubbock. Hey, the SC State Bulldogs from Orangeburg, they'll be all the way in Memphis, where Penny Hardaway's Memphis Tigers await in a game set for ESPN3 from FedEx Forum. And then you have the Army Black Knights at Villanova. Also in the South, you have Georgia Southern at Auburn in Auburn Arena for a game there. Final Four Auburn last year now taking on Georgia Southern. And then the last top 25 team from the South to tell you about is Kentucky. The Wildcats will be at Madison Square Garden and they'll be facing the number one Michigan State Spartans. It's a 1-2 matchup to start out this first day of college basketball on ESPN set for a 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 Central tip from ESPN and Madison Square Garden. And a little basketball news to tell you about the Tennessee Vols, which again get underway here today against the UNC Asheville Bulldogs. The Vols will be without their center, their seven-foot center, Euros Plastic, as he must sit out the entire season after the NCAA refused to grant the Arizona State transfer a waiver that would have allowed him to play immediately for the Vols. And Phil Fulmer announced the NCAA's ruling Saturday, and he said that Tennessee's filed an appeal that was denied, but a seven-footer that will be very much needed but won't be available, it appears, for the Big Orange here in this brand-new 2019-2020 college basketball season. Now to college football and the sacks leader for the LSU Bayou Bengals, Michael Divinity, has left the team for personal reasons and will not be part of the game going against the number two Alabama Crimson Tide this weekend. Coach Orgeron confirmed that he had left the team on Monday, and Orgeron said he would not close the door on Divinity returning to the program later in the season, but he's not going to be facing against Alabama here this weekend at Bryant-Denny Stadium. Now what about on the other sideline? The Crimson Tide and their quarterback, Tua Tagviola, will he be facing off against LSU at Bryant-Denny? And according to Nick Saban, that's going to be a game-time decision as Tua had to have a high ankle sprain repaired, had surgery for that on October 20th, and has been practicing. But whether he plays or not against LSU is going to be, as according to the coach, a game-time decision. To the ACC and Florida State Athletic Director David Coburn has come out and said that there was no advantage in waiting to fire Willie Taggart at the end of the season. And now the Knowles, after 21 games as Taggart as the head coach, they found a way to get him out of Tallahassee 
Cassie. I think they had to pay him about $17 million as part of the buyout. But right now, Knowles, they're looking for a new football coach to lead the Garnet and Gold. But Willie Taggart leaves Tallahassee with a pretty nice paycheck for his services. To college football, some standings to tell you about from the American Athletic Conference, which has four teams currently ranked in the top 25. And guess what? None of the four teams are called the UCF Knights. Cincinnati's at 17, and they lead the East Division of the American with a 7-1 and overall and 4-0 conference mark. And then when you go over to the Wild West, Navy is ranked 25th this week. Navy is 7-1 and 5-1 and conference play. And a couple other teams are also with one loss in the conference and that's the number 19 memphis tigers which had the big win over smu the ponies of smu are four and one in conference play and eight and one overall and smu ranked number 23 in the conference standings of the american athletic conference in cusa marshall and florida atlantic have a four and one mark and are six and three overall in the east division of cusa and when you go to the west congratulations to the louisiana tech bulldogs coach holtz's Bulldogs aren't getting a lot of love nationally, but they're seven and one right now, and Louisiana Tech is four and zero. Good football going on in Ruston, Louisiana. The UAB Blazers, which kind of got hammered at UT this past weekend, they lost at Rocky Top. They are six and two overall, and they're three and one in CUS in CUSA West Division play. So still a lot to be played for there as well for Southern Miss. Southern Miss is three and one in Conference USA play, and when you look at the Sun Belt, App State lost their first game of the season against georgia southern on a thursday night last week app state is seven and one overall four and one they dropped out of the top 25 other teams have one loss marks in the sunbelt's east division that includes georgia state and georgia southern and then when you go to the sunbelt west louisiana lafayette is three and one six and two overall with the red wolf indians of arkansas state at three and two and five and four overall and that's a quick look at what's going on in football in our sports land yet but we're not done with football talk after the break, stay where you are. Matt Hermans will be dropping by with the Big 12 Barrister Report, and he's also got the Barbecue Barrister Report. All that as we close out this Tuesday Y'all Show. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Well, look who's home. How was your day, hon? Uh, you know, stressful, exhausting. Lay down on me and we'll talk about it. Oh, purple mattress. You know how to support me. Hey, I'm just a mattress doing my job. You're more than that. You're a purple mattress. Who cares about a bed with numbers when I have your purple grid to comfort my body's pressure points? And forget memory foam. Your non-toxic, hyper-elastic polymer minimizes heat, keeping me cool and comfortable the whole night through. If you're happy, I'm happy. But you do have up to 100 days to return me for a full refund and give up the best night's sleep i've had since i learned to walk no way you're the only one i want to come home to purple mattress you too can come home to a purple mattress by texting offer to 84888 and now for a limited time receive a free purple product with your order when you text offer to 84888 that's keyword o-f-f-e-r to 84888 message and data rates may apply please do not text and drive see purple.com for terms and conditions 
from ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars, plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, code HOLIDAY50. Oklahoma State, they get off the ledge last week in Stillwater and pick up a much-needed win against TCU. Welcome back to the Y'all Show. Our barrister of Big 12 football and barrister of Big Barbecues joining us now, Matt Hermans. And as we recap what I call the lightweight Week 10 of college football, you only had three Big 12 games going on, barrister, as OSU did get that 34-27 win. K-State looked impressive, beating their rival Kansas in the Governor's Cup 38-10. to And then the only other game was a nail-biter, and it was held on Thursday of last week, but Baylor remained perfect, and they're now 8-0, moved up to 12 in the poll. They beat West Virginia 17-14. Barrister, your thoughts on week 10 yeah um well it uh, like you said not not the most eventful uh week but some good contests so baylor <clears throat> i guess i'll start with the baylor game my thoughts on that are that uh baylor continues to find ways to uh win uh, they're not not doing it in convincing fashion and you know, like we've talked about before sometimes you look at the stats and you watch the the games and you watch the offense and the defense and you wonder how the heck is baylor continuing to win but they are and that's really all that matters so uh they jump up in the rankings and i would say deservedly so if you're in a power five conference and you're you're undefeated at this point you are a uh, pretty close to a top 10 team and you should be but uh interesting how they're getting it done they're just scrapping hate to use that uh kind of cliche terminology but they're just finding a way to do it uh week in and week eight and week in and week out and they did it uh again uh for sure tcu uh the other game that i wanted to talk a little bit about oklahoma state kind of uh you know there's been some rumbling we've we've talked about it a little bit um on this show you know are they going to be unhappy is mike gundy still Sitting pretty there in Stillwater. What's the situation with the quarterback? Uh, there were people who were calling for the freshman to maybe get benched. Um, I think all, all is back right in Stillwater. No, they're not going to win the Big 12 this year, but uh, it's a good win against TCU. Uh, Spencer Sanders, the talented freshman quarterback, looked good again. And again, freshman growing pains, something that happens to uh, you know, the best uh, athletes out there for sure. Uh, so I think um, a good win for Oklahoma State. Uh, you know, it's a young team, young program. Mike Gundy's going to be fine, and uh, they get a good win at home. Kansas State ranked um, first time in, in a while. You think of Kansas State having a pretty good history, uh, and they're certainly no stranger to the top 25, but it's been a little while since they've been uh, – 
been ranked for any number, uh, any significant period of time, and it looks like they're just going to stay ranked for a little while, uh, beating Kansas soundly. Uh, Les Miles has, has created some stir. He's had some close games. It's been an exciting season in some ways for Kansas. Some close calls, uh, but Kansas State just uh, clearly the superior program. It actually looking like they're getting better. Uh, like we talked about Coach Cleman. Uh, not climbing. Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, got it. Uh, he's done a heck of a job there. And anybody who's interested in his resume, uh, it's pretty, pretty unbelievable on the division two level of North Dakota state and winning more than one national championship on that level. So, um, pretty impressive, uh, looking good. So I, I guess I should say division one, double a, not division two. Uh, uh technically, big, technically, if you want to get technical there, Frisco, yeah, yeah. Frisco, Texas hosts the FCS championship yes, now yes, every yes. January. And it's technically FCS formerly known yes. as one double a. Correct. I guess I'm like two wrong, two different ways there. Yes. FCS, the football championship, uh, uh, division there. So anyway, Kansas State looking good. Uh, beat the rival Kansas. You know, Les Miles certainly bringing some excitement there, but still just not a whole lot of talent on that team. So um, three game, pretty short slate, uh, but uh, decent games. Well, we're going to talk about K State a little bit more. They got a huge challenge this week. But before we get to that, let's continue to talk a little bit, if you don't mind, about the Pokes. Yes, Pokes had some bad news going into that game against TCU as Tylen Wallace is out for the rest of the season with a torn ACL. And he was a pretty good playmaker for the Cowboys. Your thoughts on this miss, this, this unfortunate news for Oklahoma State? Yeah, um, definitely unfortunate. You talk about a, a, a certainly an offensive threat that, that they've used, and he, and here's the 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 big deal in my opinion. They haven't had a ton of success. <clears throat> excuse me, going going deep down the field uh, with the freshman quarterback, but uh, uh, Mr. Wallace was one of the uh, one of those threats that could get the get the job done going downfield, and a really good player. Uh, it's always nice to have a talented guy like that when you have a freshman quarterback in a passing game that has been uh, up and down, uh, depending on the day, depending on the week. So very talented guy, very going to be sorely missed Oklahoma state. Um, again, not, not having a ton of success going downfield. And I imagine probably that will not help their, uh, help their downfield shots moving on from the rest of the season. Um, they did manage to go ahead and, and defeat TCU. It's not like the coverage totally bare there. Uh, but yeah, really talented guy and one of the better playmakers in the Big 12. Uh, they're going to miss him. Um, one game away from being bowl eligible, um, I think at this point. So uh, they'll be in a bowl game for sure, but that's not a guy you want us to have go down, especially someone who knows the offense that well for a freshman quarterback. Well, Oklahoma State, as we continue to talk about the orange and black, hey, they have a history of going into Texas and recruiting, right? I'm going to get a little Lee Corso. Absolutely. I'm going to get a little Lee Corso and set you up here. So Texas is a, a place that the Cowboys go down and, and, and they find that great talent, right? Right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I, I keep picturing Lee Corso as Elvis after this last weekend, yeah, by the way. Well, so game day. So. So, so, that, so that's where they go to get these incredible running backs is Texas, right? Usually, you are correct. Not so fast. It looks like the place <laughs> that everybody needs to be turning to for great running back talent is the great state of Canada. Wow. 
is that uh that that's uh this is a novel take here this is a pretty hot one uh let's 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 hear that no i'm joking here <laughs> but i do find it ironic that the official twitter account for oklahoma state's football program is at cowboy fb and they've got a little emoji in their actual handle for cowboy football and it includes the canadian flag Wow. So they're going all Canada here, thanks to Chuba Hubbard, who, by the way, yeah, for the Chuba. fourth time this season, barrister of Big 12 football, Hubbard has rushed for over 200 yards in a game. He is a monster and a Canadian monster of the great white north for sure. And another thing, I guess if we're going to tie it back into Wallace, it'll be interesting to see, and everybody who follows foot, you know, everybody who's ever paid attention to football knows that, um, in order to get a running game going, you, you need somebody who can uh, at least frighten the defense into stretching out a little bit down the field. Uh, that may have an effect. Uh, Chuba Hubbard is clearly the best player on the Oklahoma State uh, football program. Maybe the best, one of the best running backs in the country for sure as well. He's, he's killing it. Um, but uh, it'll be interesting uh, when you take somebody out like Wallace, um, you know, maybe the safeties, maybe the linebackers are able to creep in a little bit more on Hubbard. So it'll be interesting to see how he's able to do that moving forward. But what a what a season. Uh, what a player. Yeah, it's hard to I guess. You know what? Uh, he, he is one guy. But shoot, I'd probably put a Canadian flag in there, too. Why not? <laughs> and, and let me be very clear here. I don't want to start an international situation here on the y'all show, Barrister. I realize that Canada is not a state. Canada is a pro. It's a province. Oh right, right. Of the United States. It's just that the 51st giant province. 51st state. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I would right, be in yeah. favor of maybe trading Canada for, let's say, Vermont. They can have Vermont. We'll take Canada. What's the? I mean, is is there a difference? Uh, a mean, couple hundred million square miles difference, I would think. Oh yeah, yeah, that though that that small thing and yeah, resources, a little bit more space. A I don't know what space. comes out of Vermont except Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which I've never had, and I'm maple pri- syrup. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> I think Canada could hold its own with the maple syrup production. Uh, anyway, you're probably right. You're if, probably right. If need be, hey, let's talk a little Longhorn football. They enjoyed like a lot of Big Twelve teams. Week ten, they didn't have to suit up and suffer another the loss there on the 40 acres <laughs> and tom herman tom herman this week said it was refreshing to have that bye week he said the players had a chance to go home the young players hit a wall with everything that involves being a freshman player said the bye was very very timely so tom herman is happy they yeah. didn't have to play well i mean you know i'm, I'm not going to pile on the texas longhorn program here but um yeah, I mean, you're guaranteed not to lose, um, which the way the season has been going recently for them, yeah, you probably do want the break, um, to be completely honest. But, you know, it, there's two different styles of uh, thought about that. Sometimes you're desperate uh, for a respite from just uh, the continuous, you know, week after week getting socked in the face. But on the other side, you do have to sit there and think about, uh, your last game for uh, multiple weeks, and sometimes that can leave a a uh, sour taste in, in the mouth. And you know, a lot of coaches, I think, will try to use that as motivation, and uh, you know, as opposed to just kind of a uh, a buzzkill. I mean, Texas is is at this point uh, on the outside looking in at any type of chance to win the conference. And of course, those who will remember our conversations before, I thought Texas had a good chance of winning the league based on how I believe their defense is going to play, and the defense just has not 
not shown up at all, even prior to some of the key injuries this year at all. I mean, the defense has just been abysmal for the Longhorns. So, um, yeah, it's 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 an interesting year. I think the Texas fans and certainly Tom Herman expected a way, a lot more than what they're what they're sitting at now. Again, looking at other teams with with better chances. Of course, Oklahoma, but Kansas State, Iowa State, uh, Baylor, of course, um, teams with a much much better chance of winning the league. So yeah, I mean, I guess a break is good. You can't lose on a break. And reminder for all of you who haven't been studying up on the calendar here of this 2019 football season, we actually have two open weekends for most of our FBS programs. I don't know oh, how, yeah, that's true. how yeah. that happened this year, but most times you only have one bye week. This year you get two bye weeks. Yeah, so, I don't know how that worked out either. So, Matt, it's bad enough the players all get a little bit of money. It's bad enough we just found Oof. out that they're about to get compensated for their likeness, and now Oof. we give them an extra week off. I mean, what's going on? Well, it's all coming apart. That's what's happening. It's all <laughs> crumbling down. It's all going to pot, you know. So put it on the list of things coming apart, man. I don't like to hear any of that either. I don't know about the breaks, but uh, yeah, not, not good news all around for those of us who are traditional college football fans. Well, Texas was not the only team in Lone Star State that enjoyed an open weekend last weekend. The Red Raiders also had a little couple hours to kind of reflect upon mm-hmm. the season and more and it looks like one of their most famous alums here of recent years patrick mahomes i think he was referencing the red raiders when he sent a tweet out i don't know if you saw this he sent one simple emoji with a smiley face that wasn't a smiley face it was pretty much a, a, a no expression emoji following i guess texas tech's latest performance so what do you think yeah. about mr red raider out there with this kind of sentiment well, I mean, uh, <laughs> I think that's probably uh, probably a good little summation uh, of the entire season for the Red Raiders, uh, sitting at three and five, and uh, probably not going to be favored in any of the remaining games either. So, uh, yeah, the uh, the great the great uh, Red Raider quarterback um, who willed them to uh, bowl games with no defense there for a while. Um, you know, hey, he's a big Red Raider fan. He loves Texas Tech. He's he was at uh, every basketball game. I, I think during that historic run last year, he, he attends baseball games. Big guy, big fan, big uh, big Red Raider, good dude. He's probably not happy with the season either. And he's also, I guess, a side note. It's funny that shows that uh, how college football centric I am. As a side note, he's yeah, he wasn't going to suit up for the Kansas City Chiefs either. So. I guess there's a couple couple different ways you can look at that sad face, but I'm sure the Red Raiders football program has something to do with it. It wasn't a sad face. To his credit, it was a no expression emoji. Oh, if you've seen okay. that one on your phone, so it's, it's kind of yeah. kind of like the it can go fifty fifty, which is pretty much where the Red Raiders find themselves right yeah. now. Now, if you want to talk about some fun, the very first reply back to Patrick Mahomes' tweet comes from a guy named Barry McCockiner on Twitter at you'll love this handle at sexy troop lover at sexy troop lover and his profile says an lgbtq plus supporter absolutely hate racism pedophiles terrorists and he also hates hitler well i'm glad he hates hitler he says that tom brady is an overrated system qb steph curry has zero final mvps i didn't know that is that true Man, I, 
I don't know, but I don't think not exactly an edgy uh, profile. I think he's. I don't know. Pretty funny. I don't. Yeah, know, I don't whatever. think he's, he's proud to be. Like I said, sexy troop lover on Twitter. Well, here's yeah. what his response. <laughs> he was the very first to respond to Patrick Mahomes when Mahomes put this thing out there on Twitter. And so, at sexy troop lover wrote on Twitter, Patrick. You should be trying to rehab instead of being on Twitter. It's what Tom Brady would be doing. That's why he has six rings and you have zero. Now, keep in mind, oh boy. this is only Mahomes' second year in the league. Yeah, yeah. After winning, uh, yeah, winning the league MVP last year, he should probably take advice from this sexy true lover fear, yes, this very stable uh, human being with a lot of good advice to give he should probably be taking notes because uh yeah i mean you know i don't know with the mvp the, the first year starting that's that's really you know compared to what sexy troop lover could give you <laughs> as far as advice it doesn't mean a whole lot i think maybe uh I don't know if he's going to follow this guy or not, but he probably should. What a genius. Uh, no, and just for the record here, since we had to clarify our Canadian situation, we are in love of our sexy troops also. Just want to make sure everybody knows just that. The sex, just the sexy ones? Yeah, just the sexy ones. Yeah. Everybody okay, else cool. can be court-martialed. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Big 12 standings, really. just real quick before we move over to this weekend's lineup. Baylor is the only team perfect in the conference. They're 5-0, and 8-0 and overall ranked 11th in the latest AP poll. The Sooners are in the next spot at second place. Oklahoma is 4-1 and one in the conference. And then you've got a couple of teams with a 3-2 and two mark, and that includes K-State, Iowa State, and the Horns. They're going to face off here this weekend. More on that in just a second. After their victory over TCU, the Oklahoma State Cowboys and the Mullet Man, and I tell you what, those cameras just love to focus on him and that mullet yes, when he has a game. Yes, they do. Has he given an it explanation is, for that? Why it continues to get bigger and bigger each year? It's like the fair. I think. Yeah, I, th- I think he's just said. I think he's just said it's awesome. That's pretty much <laughs> yeah. it. That's why, because it's awesome. Like, why would you even ask me? Well, it's just awesome. He's the only grown man that I'm aware of in this millennium that has a mullet. So, <laughs> congratulations there. Yes, very well t- trimmed and well taken care of mullet too. He's yeah, really. It's really it's pretty pretty luxurious actually. The fellows out of Lubbock, Texas Tech, one and four, three and five overall. West Virginia also one and four. Good performance against Baylor, but it still goes down as a loss. And the Nears are one and four, three and five, and then Kansas is at one and five in Big Twelve play, three and six overall. And now we find ourselves here in week eleven of college football. And as we said, we got a big one going on on the forty acres as Texas has Kansas State coming in for an ESPN broadcast. It'll be a three thirty Eastern, two thirty weird Austin time kick between the number twenty Wildcats and the Horns. And Matt, did you know that Chris Kleeman, if somehow he emerges from Austin victorious, he'll be the first first-year head coach in Big 12 history to beat both the Oklahoma Sooners and the Texas Longhorns in that his initial season. Pretty big record that he could break here this week. Yeah, that's a huge deal. And um, an interesting thing about the Kansas State Wildcats is uh, if you go back and look over the last uh, 10, 12 years or so, they have no problem going into Austin and beating the, the Longhorns. They have no problem beating the Longhorns anywhere. 
Uh, Kansas State has really enjoyed uh, beating the Texas Longhorns, uh, whether it was under uh, uh, Ron Prince during his short stint. Ron Prince, or, that was a name we've or, never said on this show. Uh, that's right. Now we have, um, and that's probably the last time we'll say it. But um, yeah, or or of course Bill Snyder. K State just does not have any uh, any uh, overwhelming amount of respect for the Longhorns, and they enjoy beating them. So, and of course, new coaching staff. Um, new coach they've already beaten uh, the oklahoma sooners and of course the oklahoma sooners have beaten the longhorns you can't really extrapolate that out but um you know there are some uh some kansas state fans who would call um daryl k royal memorial stadium there in austin maybe like a second home field manhattan make, south huh yeah yeah they would probably make some folks angry about that but you know it's uh it has been the site of of some wins for the k state uh, wildcats so I think it'd be a heck of a game. Um, you know, now of course, Texas coming off a bye week will be more rested than the K State uh, Wildcats. But um, you know, sometimes when you're coming off a couple losses, that rest didn't do you a whole lot of good. So we'll see. It may be rust versus rest, or uh, something like that. But I think Kansas State has a good chance of going in there and doing what they've done in the past. All right. Again, this is your mid-afternoon game on ESPN. The Big 12 action begins early on Fox Sports 1 at noon Eastern, 11 Fort Worth time. Those Horn Frogs try to bounce back from their loss against Oklahoma State, and they've got a little rivalry game with their old Southwest foe, the Baylor Bears, ranked 11 in the country. They come into Fort Worth for this game. Your thoughts on this Lone Star matchup? Yeah, these two teams do not like each other um, at all. Uh, maybe it's the uh, well, it's the private uh, private school deal, and, and you know, not to go too deep into it. But Baylor did not want uh, another private school coming into the Big Twelve Conference when TCU jumped into the, the league several years ago. I guess uh, they was, got outvoted. <laughs> yeah, they 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 didn't. They weren't able to stop it. But they were not. Uh, they were not interested in bringing in another denominational private school. Um, particularly two hours up the road uh, from Waco. But uh, they did, and TCU has had uh, some level of of success in the conference, Uh, some years better than others, but they don't like each other. Uh, You got the Baptists there in Waco, and you got the the denomination called the Disciples of Christ, which is where Texas Christian University comes from. So you'll have the battle of the, uh, yeah, the battle of the the denominations there, I guess, um, uh, battle of the two private schools in the Big 12 uh, also. But it uh, should be a good game. TCU is going to bring bring their A game for sure. I know that sounds cliche, but they really don't like Baylor, and uh, Baylor really doesn't like them. So this will be a uh, – and not to mention Baylor is – I mean, yeah, they're they're undefeated, but like they, they don't beat anybody by more than seven points. So you can almost guarantee that this is going to be a close game, particularly with the kind of the background noise there. So I'm looking forward to that game. That's kind of a uh, – I may not mean a whole lot for TCU, but it, it, it does for that fan base. All right. Again, this is your early game on Fox Sports 1. Then in Morgantown, the Red Raiders will ride in to West Virginia for this one. This is a noon Morgantown time, 11 Lubbock time, time kick on ESPN2 from Milan Pusker Stadium. Hey, this is a matchup of two teams that, if you look at the standings, are about as even as it gets. <laughs> yeah, which is the which is the worst team in the Big 12? This is the the game that's going to decide that and you know neither one wants to be there there's a little bit of a subtext here and that neil brown um is a former texas tech uh offensive coordinator under excuse me tommy tuberville 
a few years back. So Neil Brown's very familiar with Texas Tech. I'm not sure uh, how happy he was about the way that whole thing came apart, um, particularly with uh, uh, Tuberville leaving uh, in the way he's left other schools. So we'll leave it at that. But, um, yeah, I'm not sure how, how big of a fan Neil Brown is of Lubbock or the Red Raiders, um, honestly. So, uh, and that, the, you know, that's a different subject. But I think uh, maybe there's some animosity there. Maybe he'd really like to beat Texas Tech the first time he's going to be able to play his, his old old uh, employer i guess um and uh, and nobody wants to be at the bottom of the standings so one of these teams will be at the bottom of the standings and um, that will be determined there in, in uh on saturday coming up so um yeah what we'll, we'll uh, there's not a whole lot much else to say about that. well a common denominator here in this matchup is both teams have already faced off against baylor and both teams could yes. have could have slash should have won that game at baylor yeah, that's true. And one of them you could say maybe did, but uh, that's another subject we've already covered. But yeah, you're right. They've already faced off against Baylor and, and narrowly uh, were defeated. So yeah, there's a couple different um, uh, common denominators there. And they, they've played, you know, the, the uh, a lot of, uh, you know, both the teams have have struggled. We'll just leave it at that. They both struggled on both sides of the ball the whole year. So uh, we'll see how that shakes out. Prime time on Fox this football Saturday night. You've got the number nine Sooners, and they'll be playing against the Iowa State Cyclones. I think the last time ISU went into Norman, they emerged victorious. This game is going to be on Fox again at 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Norman time. It's the Cyclones and those land grabbers. That's right. Watch out for the Iowa State Cyclones, uh, another team that is starting to hit their stride um, mid to late season here. Uh, the offense has been formidable. Brock Purdy uh, being a, uh, a, a primary driver there with the wheels as well as the arm going downfield. And uh, the defense kind of rounding into shape too. Matt Campbell's got – seems like he always gets them rolling mid to late season. But, uh, yeah, I would not uh, – if you're Oklahoma, as formidable as they are there in Norman, and they certainly are, I would not sleep on Iowa State. This is a team that is looking – uh, like an upper echelon Big 12 team right now on both sides of the ball. And they have won, and they have beaten Oklahoma before. So, um, yeah, this should be a heck of a football game. I anticipate this one being close into the fourth quarter. Coach Campbell's clones, if that's their nickname from some circles, they are 3-2 and two in Big 12 play and looking good. Just a, a great chance to go in there and shock the world again here on this football weekend well that will wrap up our big 12 discussion here with the barrister but we're not done after the break matt i know you've been concerned about me right i i know you heard what happened to me right well um maybe and, 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 and you know about one of my life goals it's actually my death goal oh <laughs> well that sounds that sounds great no i'd love to hear about it well you're gonna hear about it and all y'all are gonna hear about it when we come back don't don't have to worry about not being too worried about old john john's gonna be all right you're gonna have john to kick around despite somebody's effort their best effort this past weekend and it ties into food and football we'll be right back to wrap up today's y'all show
I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <coughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Would you get on an airplane if you knew it had a 50% chance of crashing? You may be riding that plane right now. If you have your money in a 401k or IRA and you plan to take out the recommended percentage each year when you retire, your chance of running out of money is 50%. 50%. But there's a better and safer way to secure your income in retirement. Discover how in a free book called Rescue Your Retirement. This wealth building strategy has never had a losing year in more than a century. In fact, even the man who invented the 401k now prefers this method instead. Get Rescue Your Retirement free for just a small shipping charge and enjoy a safe landing and a comfortable retirement. Get this free book and make sure you don't run out of money. Hurry, this offer is extremely limited. To get your free copy, just go to growwealthsafely.com. That's growwealthsafely.com to discover how to rescue your retirement. Growwealthsafely.com. We got 24 tall boys on the chill. Yeah, 14 of them's mine. A little Marshall Tucker on the radio. You know, we just catch a little groove before the show. We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party. Final segment of the Y'all Show. I'm John Rawl, and we've got the barrister of Big 12 football and barbecue. Matt Herman's here to wrap up this Tuesday edition. And Matt, you and I have known each other for a long time. I have probably told you that my goal for death is not to die of a heart attack or a stroke or cancer or anything like that. My goal, and everybody should maybe have this same goal, is to be assassinated. Have I ever told you that? <laughs> no, uh, I don't know, but that's actually that's actually not a bad goal. It's a great goal because you have to be famous or re really rich yeah. to be yes. considered assassinated. Otherwise, just murder. And I don't yeah, want to be right. I don't want to be right. murdered. I want to be assassinated. And yeah. the, and the way I'm going, I'm going to have a long life because I got a long way to go before I get to be <laughs> famous and or extremely rich, okay? Yeah, yeah. So, this past weekend was a football weekend. I watched football most of the day Saturday, most of the day Sunday, and I wanted to go into a place where I could watch football on various screens, okay? I, I, wanted, yes. I wanted to get out of the house. 
And this yeah. place I'm about to mention is not the best of options, but where I was, it was about the only option. So I, I went on down to the Buffalo Wild Wing. Yes, okay? I had a guess. Yes, I went to the BBW, and I watched yeah. the, not college football. I watched NFL, which is probably why this happened to me. But, Matt, yes. I know you're worried. I, I know the audience is worried. But I actually survived an assassination attempt over the weekend. I am. Uh, you, you've officially got me on the edge of my seat. Yeah, I, need to hear more I was about at this. a Buffalo Wild Wings watching NFL football on Sunday, and all of a sudden they came out over the loudspeaker, which I didn't even know they had that at Buffalo Wild Wings, and said, "When you leave, just duck under the crime scene tape on your way out to your car." <laughs> <laughs> wow exactly. okay my reaction right. and Get somebody like, else to volunteer to start your car for you yeah exactly and i'm thinking what are they talking about and i look out and sure enough the parking lot has crime scene tape all over around it and it appears that at this buffalo wild wings while i was sitting there watching football sunday afternoon at like two o'clock there were five shots fired out on the patio and out on the street of this Buffalo Wild Wings, and I was so enthralled with the football action that I didn't even know there was a shooting, and somebody evidently wow. was trying to take me out, Matt. Wow. They must have they must have heard the show and disagreed with one of your <laughs> spicy or, spicy takes, yeah. Or they heard you and they were thinking that That's true. That <laughs> or they were you. aiming for me, that's right. <laughs> well, they missed big time, but yeah. Wow. I've never that's... been in a restaurant and had a shooting and what's our famous baseball player that almost got assassinated in the off season? Guerrero or somebody like that. Oh yeah, down in Vlad, yeah, Vlad. In, in, yeah, down in the Dominican Republic. And his, they shot the wrong guy. They weren't even trying to get him. And in this case, they missed me. Thankfully, I'm not trying to get all cocky here because I guess wow. they could come back after me. But yes, football almost cost me my life this past weekend. That is, uh, that's pretty wild. I didn't. I've never seen uh, a. Uh, uh, mass shooting on the menu at Buffalo Wild Wings, but uh, <laughs> apparently it's something it's something that's available. I'm just glad you're all right and everybody am, else is all right. And uh, yeah, that's not exactly the way you want to spend your Sunday. But again, I didn't hear one shot, and I counted them up. There were five, I guess, cartridges, the the remnants yeah. of a gun shot, and they had the little numbers. There were like 20 cops showed up there taking pictures, but. I never heard a thing. I guess the football was that great on Sunday. But, I guess. But we have you all not to talk about crime, but we have you on to talk a little food. And while I'm on the subject of Buffalo Buffalo Wild Wings, their food, I won't say is the world's greatest, but it, it can yeah. it can meet your needs when you need it. Matt, yeah. they served something to me prior to the gun shoots, the gunshots ringing <laughs> out on Sunday. The shooting before that happened. I got served up a arsenal, a barrage of bad chips. And the reason they were bad, it wasn't Whoa. because they were stale. I think they tried to get cute and warm them up. And there was some kind of, I guess, after effect from the warming up. So I'm wanting to ask you, it's pretty hard to mess up chips. So what do you think they were doing in their, in their heating up process that it left a kind of aftertaste? Ooh, ooh. Um, well, I've never had chips at Buffalo Wild Wings, but I, I, uh, I would imagine there's all kinds of different things that can. Were they soft? Were they no? Were they, they were funky tasting. No, they were they were hard and they weren't that bad, but they had a little certain taste, and they were very 
hot. It's almost like something may have been wrong with the way they heat those chips. So I, well, I ate most of them to Buffalo Wild Wings credit. They were edible. They just yeah. weren't, they weren't the greatest. So my question to you is a guy like me, I'm sure you like chips on game day. What is your best advice for serving up the actual chips? I'm not worried about the queso or the other things you put, but the chips themselves, right. what would you, what do you do, sir? Well, I am a big fan of, and you know, there's, I'm almost uh, kind of going Sherlock Holmes mode here thinking about what could have, how they could have messed their chips up. But the one thing you can do, and I, I like, I'll just say this. I like homemade chips. I like uh, freshly fried chips. Um, you know, that's, you call me a lot of things. You may, uh, you may uh, call me a little bit of a food hipster there, but can I, I, I would, I would. Can I call you I would, chip? Yeah, I guess you call me chips, you know, Poncho John. Well, that's an old reference, but uh, yeah, no, I, I like I like fresh chips, and and the best if you're going to make fresh chips. In other words, when I say fresh chips, I don't mean like you just pulled them out of the bag. I'm talking about potatoes in the fryer, you know, with some seasoning, whatever seasoning you prefer. I like a little blackened seasoning on my potato chips personally, but that's a little Gulf Coast. Uh, taste buds here but i like chips so what you want to do if you're going to make your own chips is you've got to salt the uh the potatoes so of course you got to slice them any way you like if you like them thin slice them thin there's all kinds of different machines that can slice them for you you can just do it with a knife but you've got to salt them you've got to brine your chips which means you've got to let them soak and bathe in a salty uh saline type of uh, solution and what this does is takes a lot of the extra water out of the potato we all know you know potatoes are very high in water and water doesn't fry very well it keeps your chips soft so you want to do that if anybody's going to mess around and try some fancy you know homemade potato chips which are delicious and can be very very crunchy if you do them correctly make sure you give them a bath in salt water uh, for about an hour uh, that will change the texture of the whole thing and you want to dry them off before you dunk them into the, the into the oil so really cool really fun you can you know if you feel like taking it up to another level if you can do a tailgate uh, try some homemade chips. All you need is a, a little fry daddy thing, or you need a, uh, maybe a cast iron skillet. Uh, just fry them like you would anything else, but make sure you give them that salt bath. And then you can add, you can toss them in sauce like wings. You can season them up with your favorite type of seasoning. Put barbecue rub on it. Uh, you can make your own what you call Irish nachos with some uh, with some potato chips. They're really good. I really like them. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, the only thing I can imagine of buffalo is maybe they had old grease. You know, if they were making their own chips, some of these places do nowadays. Get out of old grease. Maybe that's your culprit. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Or going back to my original thought about what happened to me on Sunday, maybe before someone tried to shoot me, they tried to poison me with those chips. <laughs> I was I was going to say maybe someone actually tried the same chips and that made them extremely angry. <laughs> <laughs> and they went out in the parking lot and shot at the yes, place. The, exactly. The good news is whoever did this is in custody. I'm not making That's this good. up. This That's really good. happened. And we can all sleep nice knowing that Johnny Boy is still here with us. And yes. I don't I don't mind being assassinated. I'm just not quite there yet. I still haven't made my fortune. And then yeah. if I'm going to be taken out, I want to at least enjoy a few months of living the dream. 
No doubt, different. You know, different to be taken out in in a uh, in front of a crowd of, of fawning masses versus <laughs> catching a catching a stray bullet at a wing joint. <laughs> a little different. Watching the Lions play the Raiders. Okay, yes, not exactly. Point. Not exactly yes. my way of going, Matt. We <laughs> no. can't thank you for all that you do here on the Y'all Show. A great time had by all, and we love you. And have a great rest of your week here on the Y'all Show. I certainly will. Same to everybody out there. I'll see you next week. See, I'm, I'm getting all sentimental now that I know I almost uh, met my maker. I'm having to tell everybody that I love them, and, and you're no exception. Yeah. Well, that will wrap we'll up the Y'all Show here. Hey, we love y'all. We really do. And we want to remind you that join us on Wednesday because a guy that we love a lot, our ACC guy, Jonathan Lifeite, is going to be dropping by with a report on all things Atlantic Coast Conference. And we sure love Precious Harris. And she'll be on Wednesday with all the fun coming from Nashville, Music City, USA. And don't forget Thursday – we're going to go to Highlands, North Carolina to learn all about the upcoming Highland Food and Wine Festival. We've got a special guest coming on for that. All that here on y'all. Thank you for listening. If you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. From ooh to aww. Whatever reaction you're looking for this holiday, spread more joy with holiday cards, calendars, and photo gifts from Vistaprint. And now you can get up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars at Vistaprint.com. Discover cards in the latest trends or fill a calendar with your favorite photos. So make more merry at Vistaprint.com with up to 50% off all holiday cards and calendars. Plus great deals on photo gifts. Just enter code HOLIDAY50 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com. Code HOLIDAY50.